Okay, 32% of women said they're annoyed by the fact that their partner is aging better than they are. Yes. <gasps> yes. Why then? are we so age conscious? Especially women. Hey, guys. First uh, it was wrinkles, now you're angry because your partner is aging better than you. crying because of wrinkles, now you are angry because he's aging better than you. I can imagine shame. Um, oh. uh, yeah. Mm. Looking at you. Uh, why? What's your secret? What's your secret? <laughs> Don't worry, baby. We got be. You are right. <laughs> and we are off. Unfortunately, she's got this. Yes. <laughs> she got it. She's she got it. Uh, Minister, what is your secret to, to aging backwards like you are? I am aging. I no longer, I'm no longer the spring chicken I was. Yes. But you don't look it. Mm. Mm. I don't know. I Great jeans, maybe. What? Yeah, well, Good the jeans he's wearing are very nice. Yeah. Yes, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> but I also know that your eating plan is very strict. Mm. You're very strict in terms of what you eat. I was at a yeah. dinner with you, I'm like, He's not eating. We offered really? him a queenya. Uh. We offered him a queenya. He looked at me like I was like insane. you're swearing yeah. at him. Yeah. He was nyonying. Yes, like how could no, but you? But I did eat. I did eat um, queenya. Was it last two 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 weeks ago? Imagine wow. Yeah. Two no, weeks I did, ago. I did, I did, I did, That's yeah. why you haven't forgotten because it was yes. the first time in a very long time. <laughs> yeah, sometimes eh? sometimes I do. Um, yes, I had pizza. Three, four weeks ago. Four weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> and pizza last night. <laughs> it was, it, uh, it, there was nothing else to eat. I won't say where I was. Yes. Just in case people from there get offended. But yeah. No, no, no. I do follow a strict uh, eating plan. I've done so for years now. Yes. So it's, it's not something I'm doing because I can see age yes sir has has, has so caught it's up. a lifestyle not a diet it's a lifestyle it's a lifestyle it's 14 minutes after six when and we i come used back. to work out like you fresh and yes and then what happened the biceps became too big your fitted suits were not fitting <laughs> <laughs> minister kigaba is in the building we introduced him officially straight after this time for rob busy to evaluate pity pity Good morning. Kendrick Lamar featuring Rihanna. This is Loyalty on Metro FM. 22 minutes after 6, welcome to Famous Fresh Fridays. Our guest is in the building. Knowledge Malusi Gigaba, popularly known as Malusi Gigaba, Minister of Home Affairs of the Republic of South Africa since 27 February 2018, Previously served as Minister of Finance, Minister of Home Affairs and Minister of Public Enterprises in the Government of South Africa. First elected to the National Assembly of SA in 1999 as part of the ANC. He resigned in 2001 but was re-elected in 2004. He's the second born to Reverend Jabulani Gigaba and Mama Nomtandazo Gigaba. Has three sisters and a brother. He's been quite active in the youth circles of politics previously and continues to trade on politics today. He's married, he's a father, and a fashionista. Please make some noise for Minister Kigaba. Welcome, sir. <laughs> he's looking at you like, that, that really me? <laughs> I was waiting for some noise, but... Uh... Oh, you waited Oh, okay. Boo, 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 boo. That's why we wanted to... 
Yeah. But uh, the mics were off, sorry. No, we actually had cheerleaders, but we decided uh, we can't be over the top. So. Of course. Yeah, you Protocol must yeah. be observed. Let's go back to day one. Where were you born and raised, sir? And I think it will also answer the, the accusations that you were born in Zimbabwe. <laughs> were you born in Zimbabwe? Gaza Lelua Mlalaz. Yes. Mlalazi Eshoe. Yes, sir. Kwazulu Natal. Kwazulu, Gwagui, Gwazulu, Nazal, Waxi, Gwazulu, Natal, Nasm, Etema, ninety four. Yeah, but I was born in Eteshoe, at a small village called Umlalas. Whenever I used to drive past there, I I used to see the house where we where I was born. Yes. I don't see it anymore. I guess times have changed. Sure. Yeah, so that's where I was born. Um, grew up in Lalazi a bit, grew up in Tunzini, um, some place called Temapogueni, um, where we used to live. Quite beautiful place, mm. um, rural though, diff- hard, hard place. Yes. Um, we, we we grew up in the sugarcane fields mm. at home, sugarcane fields uh, that we used to till and plow mm. uh, during uh, sugarcane season and um, there was a bit of a forest uh, and and we used to think that our neighbor back then had a papoon and you know black people and the papoon yes mm. uh, yeah so I, I i grew up in kizet and because my father was a priest we yes. kept on moving uh, from mission to mission. Have they told you what kind of newborn you were? Were you a crier? Did you sleep through the night? Were you a sickly child? Were you a healthy child? About being a crier, I don't know. My mom hasn't told me, but um, I was a a, a happy chappy. I slept relatively through the night. Yeah. But I was a happy chappy. Mm. Um, when uh, I was, I think, around two, three, mm. whenever there was a school, I mean, the, the, because in the rural areas back then, mm. uh, schools took place at churches and mm. stuff like that. Or under at, a tree. Or under a tree. Mm. But yeah. where we were, um, the, 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 the church had a, a, a school midweek. Mm. So whenever they tried to bath me, I used to run to the school, yeah. butt naked, wow. <laughs> and into classrooms, avoiding and, water. And, and they would <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's that's how far I would go. Yeah, yeah, to just to avoid the water. <laughs> now I was a naughty boy, mm. uh, happy, very energetic, playful, and 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 stuff. Sure, but uh, I had asthma. Mm. which I no longer have. Mm. I had asthma growing up. So it also helped me because my father was a hard taskmaster. Mm. So so on some occasions when we had to work hard, either I had genuine or not genuine asthma. So you'd fake fake an attack? (laughs) 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 It it worked. It worked. Yeah. (laughs) As a teenager, what kind of teenager were you? Were you into oh. girls, into fashion, books? No. Were you a nerd? Was the struggle top of mind already when you were a teenager? Nerd, soccer, 
which I wasn't very good at, but I mean, I loved it. Yes. I've, I've been sporty yes, uh, all my life. So I loved soccer. I, I loved jogging. I think from around 1986, mm. I started jogging, you know, every morning uh, with my friends, something which I did until my knees gave up on me. Mm. Um, and and, and uh, so, yeah, I was a school boy, a church boy, mm. Uh, no, 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 girls. No, 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 no. I was extremely slow. Yo. Uh, extremely slow. Yeah. Were you a baby still? Or yeah. Now that we have to start calling things by their real names. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was. Um, As a teenager, I mean, how woke or conscious were you of the injustices that were happening around us already at the time? Look, my my consciousness started in 1985. Mm. It started in 1985. It was around the same time that the 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 rent boycotts, um, the 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 boycotts for rates started mm. in the mm. townships and Etandi, where we lived, Esbongile uh, uh, Township. It also started around the same times. Um, my best friend's mom was a leading figure in the uh, uh, boycotts campaign and the United Democratic Front. And um, so even though she tried to shield and protect us from getting involved in mm. politics, but it was inevitable. Um, I experienced my first strike, my first uh, school boycott mm. in, in 1986. when. Uh, we How old were you at the, at, the, at the time? I was 15. 15, yeah. yeah. When we decided that um, we had had it with uh, with corporal punishment, mm. we wanted an SRC at school. Um, we, we we were done with the prefects, so mm. we we started a school boycott. I remember us attending meetings a few days before the schools opened, mm. and and we kept changing the venues because the the police. Yeah, you don't know who's listening or yeah. who's mm. who's snitching. So yeah, it 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 was the first time and. Um, Though I wasn't a leading figure, mm. but you were there. Yeah, I was there, uh, part of the crowd. Twenty-nine minutes after six, famous Fresh Fridays on Metro FM. Minister Gigaba is in the building. In the headlines at 6.30, the former chief of staff in the office of the Tswane mayor has admitted that she does not hold any tertiary qualifications. And more than 100 members of the Northern Region Business Association have gathered at the Guabesta Hall north of Durban to look at strategies to improve their business in the face of stiff competition from foreign-owned shops. Details at 7. Kante, were the prerequisites not that you must have tertiary qualification? That is the prerequisite. But so, where does she apply? Well, how did she get appointed in the first place? I mean, mm. questions. Starting off with rugby news, Springbok lock Eben Etzebeth may not be fully fit for the four home tests against England in June. The news comes after Stormers coach Robbie Fleck confirmed that the 26-year-old will not make a return to Super Rugby until July. Speaking in Hong Kong, where the Stormers face the Sunwolves on Saturday, Fleck revealed that Etzebeth is only 85% fit. Meanwhile, Emiliano Boffelli will start at fullback for the Jaguares against the Bulls on Saturday, with Joachim Tukulet ruled out for several months because of a knee injury. 
In cricket news, Hampshire announced the signing of Afghan teenager Mujib Rahman and New Zealand's Colin Monroe for the 2020 Blast. Mujib will be available for the whole of the county's uh, T20 campaign and white ball specialist opener Monroe can play until he moves to the Caribbean uh, Premier League in August. In football news, fiery Juventus defender Mehdi Benatia has uh, taken centre stage as Morocco coach Herve Renard named his 23-man squad for the World Cup. Benatia, fresh from helping Juventus to the Italian League Cup double, is one of 19 players in the squad who ply their trade in Europe. Morocco are in Group B at the World Cup finals, which get underway on June the 14th, along with Spain, Portugal and Iran. Morocco last played at the World Cup back in 1998. On the other side, Liverpool forward Sadio Mane will lead Senegal's hopes at their second World Cup appearance in Russia next month after coach Aliou Cisse announced his 23-man squad in Dakar. Mane will be expected to provide the majority of the team's attacking threat, along with Monaco striker Keita uh, Balde, uh, while uh, West Ham midfielder Sheikou Kuyate and Everton's Idrissa Gouye are also included. Goalkeeper Kadim Ndiaye, who plays for Horoya in Guinea, is the only African-based player to make the list. Senegal have qualified for the World Cup for the first time since reaching the quarterfinals on their debut back in 2002, and they begin their 2018 campaign against Poland in in Moscow on June the 19th before further Group 8 matches against uh, Japan and Colombia. Now with 27 days to go to the 2018 FIFA World Cup in Russia, did you know that Brazilian striker Ronaldo was named MVP at the 1998 World Cup final against France even though France came out of this game as winners and the eventual 1998 World Cup champions. That's all the sports. I'll be back at 7.30. 6.35. Famous fresh Fridays on Metro FM. Minister Gigaba is in the building. We'll take your questions also. Please send them on WhatsApp to 081-577-3333 or use the hashtag Fresh Breakfast. Love Potion on Metro FM. This is Mafiki Zolo. 6.38, Famous Fresh Fridays. Minister Gigaba is in the building Feel free to send in your questions or comments. The hashtag is Fresh Breakfast. You can also WhatsApp us on 081-577-3333. We have a WhatsApp sent in by uh, Cindy. Cindy says, does it bother, hurt, or offend you when people question your roots? You know, it, it doesn't, Cindy. It doesn't. It, it always depends, I think, on how people do it. I think when they do it for politically, for malicious political reasons, yes, it's offensive. Mm. It's, of, it's offensive because I think it's a subject we also need to treat with great care. I've been in the South African public space for a very long time now, I think since 1996. It's mm. the first time it happens in 2018. Mm. And and it's being done it's it's being done in an extremely malicious way um, in in a way that um, insults my parents that insults my family mm. um, but also you know politicians always need to be careful i've said this before politicians need to be careful about what they say and how they say it in in rwanda over a million people died mm. uh, over narrow petty nationalism the world stood and watched until more than a million people had died mm. in ivory coast 
people died when their um, when their nationality was questioned and they were being challenged that they were not authentic um, Ivorians. Um, and, and in many other parts of the world, in Burundi, the same thing has happened. So I think it's something we need to be very careful and cautious about as politicians and, mm. and how we relate with one another. We, we, we can fight, but it, it would seem that many of our fights are losing their dissensing. Mm. Um, we, we, we're descending into pettiness. We, we don't fight about issues. We fight about petty issues. And I think we are demeaning uh, the very um, stature of politics and, mm. and politicians. And I think we're um, making South African politics um, a, a toy that we can play with mm. and, and making people to say uh, that, oh, South Africa is just another country. I think we need to keep our fight confined to issues, mm. uh, the, the, is, the issues we are disagreeing about, the policies and so on, rather than to descend into petty nationalism. Nationalism is dangerous. We've been talking about your childhood. Let's talk about Fry Hate High School. What are your memories of high school and um, some of your daily battles in high school? High school, yeah. Hey, that, that, that's a... Uh, it's an interesting subject. I mean, in the first instance, I don't know how I passed Standard 8. Mm. It was a difficult year, extremely difficult. Uh, I was at Talana High in Dundee. Um, the, that's the year when we had our school boycotts. Mm. It, it, wa- the, it wasn't one. There were about two or three. And in the course of that year, a state of emergency was declared, I think, around May, June, July, somewhere there. Mm. And some of my classmates, including Tabo Maniati, a guy I sat with on the desk, mm. were souped by the, by the apartheid police in class mm. and, and, and sent to um, arrested under uh, was it, uh, Internal Security Act. And we were not to see them until after Matiba was released. Wow. Mm. Um, and... and um, my 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 best friend Musa Mshungu's mother, Mrs. Mshungu, was also arrested during the same year. I think it was on June 16th or something like that, mm. when she was arrested, and and she also came out after Matiba had been released. So it was a difficult year, very tumultuous. How I passed, and my parents decided that um, they must send me to boarding school. Mm. I went to boarding school, Fryhead. Mm. First year, first day. No, I can't forget it. Mm. No, 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 I can't forget. What, First what, day what of happened? boarding school. Yes, sir. So, my dad brings me to school. My, my, my dad made sure until I completed my junior degree. On the first day of school, he brought us to school, even mm. when I was at varsity. Like, mm. he, he made it sure. So, we, he gets us registered and then he takes us to the dormitories. Masfiga mm. Matomi, we were five from Talana that year. Best friends also. Mm. So Masfiga Matomi, they sing. They, they sing this song. It sounds religious, but it's when you listen to the words that you mm. realize, hey, man, this is not what it is. But parents don't know. Yes. Who is Puzuzu? Oh, And they're clapping. It's like it's a, it's a religious song. Mm. And we see Oh, And then you, they usher you in. They take your trunk from your parents. Unget. Yes. Then 
your, your, my dad left and, and we went back up to the, to the classes. Mm. We sat there and they, the guys, Abu Malume, the, the returnees, you know, they kept coming. Say, hey, Nijani, they asked us questions and, they, and then, and then they had this one, um, line that they said, it's what is a sign out line, mm. you know, like with a smile. Now it started raining, it got chilly, and then it was afternoon. We had to go back to our dormitories. Mm. The last time I saw the other four guys was when we stepped onto the main entrance. Mm. The next time I saw them was after about two hours, having gone through the most horrific initiation process. Mm. And and some of the things, I mean, I can say them. Were, you, were you initiated? I was for what, three months. What, what did you go through? Truly, you go through the most. Yeah. You know. Would you say that got you ready for politics? <laughs> <laughs> In some ways, but it also instilled some discipline. But unfortunately, I think they did. They went excessive because sometimes initiation becomes excessive, yes. and I think um, it it becomes a problem. So mm. I don't want to sound like. I'm, I'm condoning it mm. and, and neither am I saying um, for us it it, it, it it ushered us into and made us members. It, it was part of that journey you, at the time. You get given a nickname. Mm. So for three months they don't know your real name. You've mm. got a nickname. What was yours? Bye. It had nothing to do with your complexion. No, 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 no. Then you get you carry a pass. Yeah. Dare you forget the pass? Mm. The CEO of the Development Bank of Southern Africa, mm. Mr. Patrick Lamini, was one of Abu Malume. Fortunately, because my mother Uma Lamini, mm. so I was safe. I was. Mm. He, ah, he yes, protected yes. me. Yes. But Umalume cannot protect you all the time. Mm. You do go through the most. So there mm. were days, um, week of terror. Uh, reign of terror and then you you then you know the funny things umalume comes to you and says to you there's a disco tonight mm. there's that girl she's like this i'll introduce mm. you yeah and then when I, you don't know this woman mm. you go and you, by your own admission you were a gobabist at the time also. Yes, yes i mean i don't know how to string weights together yes, to, yes. i mean after high yeah. i don't know what else to say and then, as we are busy shelling here, there's another Malume who comes and says, but you are shelling my girlfriend. Yo. Bro, wait until the disco is over. You're going to go through hell. Yes. And then they would draw a picture of um, uh, uh, someone, a girl on the, on the wall, mm. and then say, Mshela's a gom. <laughs> so there's a, there's a picture of a girl on the wall you must hit on her and she must say yes yes Yo. and then there would be days when Amadlozi come Amadlozi mm. is someone who who studied here mm. and has left mm. ah yes so they've left mm. now when they come back the, the ancestor is here and, and those people were the meanest people you could mm. ever know mm. so we, we went through that and then on the and on days when it's raining, you are go, you are told go fetch the door of the main entrance from the women's dormitory. Yeah. Now the main entrance doesn't have a door, mm. so you must drill and sing in the rain and go sing in front of the women's dormitory and and carry this uh, imaginary door 
down to the bring it back mm. bring it back yes. yeah um so we, we went through all of those things but in front of the girls they didn't ill treat us i mm. mean we would be best buddies the only thing happened when you were back in the dormitories now that's when things um, went haywire mm. but there was a time when two guys from Gauteng mm. all over when sure. was a mm. yeah they got me right and nice in my in my dormitory alone on a Saturday afternoon. Mm. So my betty bazama treat. I just went, I closed the door mm. and checked it with a bed. Mm. They jumped out of the window. Mm. I had decided with these two. It's time. These two. I'm gonna make a lesson out of them. <laughs> ah, they jumped out of the window. Uh, Six forty nine, we're hanging out with Minister Kikava's famous Fresh Fridays. Welcome to Metro <laughs> FM. Here's Samke with Fresh Bears. 6.52 Metro FM traffic update is brought to you by Outsurance. SMS out to 40019 and make 2018 your year to switch and save. Metro FM traffic update brought to you by Outsurance. SMS out to 40019 and make 2018 your year to switch and save. Blomzit Avenue on Metro FM features Tandy. I want to be your lover. 6.58, famous Fresh Fridays. We're hanging out with Minister Gigaba. We'll check out all of your questions in the next hour. Also, is Minister Gigaba smarter than a primary school kid? All that and more coming up. No, sir, you can't leave now. You're here until nine. (laughs) 7am, Metro FM is where you're at. Here's Angie with the news. In the news at seven, Okamp speaks out on her resignation and Ramaphosa family go on a marriage negotiation trip. In your sporting headlines, Eda and Nani miss out on the Ronaldo-led Portugal squad for the World Cup and Simona Halep and Maria Sharapova win while Venus is tripped up again. Details at 7.30. The former chief of staff in the office of the Tswane mayor has admitted that she does not hold any tertiary qualifications. Speaking after he, she resigned yesterday, Marietta Orkamp says, rather has denied that she lied about her lack of tertiary qualifications during her appointment process. I think this was another political ploy and I became an embarrassment for the mayor and for the DA. So that was the reason for the resignation, definitely not an admitting of guilt. More than 100 members of the Northern Region Business Association have gathered at the Guabesta Hall north of Durban to look at strategies to improve their business in the face of stiff competition from foreign-owned shops. The local business association had issued an ultimatum to foreign shop owners to pack up and leave, but the provincial government has since intervened. Local business owners in the township accuse foreign shop owners of colluding with wholesalers, thus making their prices cheaper. Local South Africans are the ones who are buying from these wholesalers owned by Muslims, and when these wholesalers are expanding to the... A medical doctor and her assistant from East London have been arrested, allegedly for issuing fake medical certificates to patients. It's alleged that the doctor charges about 350 rand per certificate. She and her assistant made a brief appearance in the East London Magistrates Court on fraud charges yesterday. 
President Cyril Ramaphosa is expected to lead a family delegation to the marriage negotiation ceremony for his first son in Uganda this weekend. Ramaphosa's son, Andile Ramaphosa, will marry Bridget Birungi later this year. Leon Sinyange reports. Security has been tightened at the venue in Kololo, a wealthy suburb in Uganda's capital Kampala, ahead of Saturday's ceremony. The traditional function involves negotiations of marriage between the two families. The marriage will be fully honored with the payment of bride wealth. The bride wealth is usually heads of cattle and gifts. Looking at minimum and maximum temperatures for today, Pretoria is 6, reaching a high of 23. Johannesburg is 5 and 22. Mbombela, 12 and 19. Bulugwan is 9 and 21. Bloemfontein, 1 and 22. Sasselberg is 2 and 22. Kimberley, 4 and 23. Cape Town is 16 and 27 today. Port Elizabeth, 9 and 25. East London, 9 and 23. Durban is 16, reaching a high of 23. Richards Bay is 17 and 25. And Peter Maritzburg is 12, with a high of 20 degrees today. A recap of the top story at 7 o'clock. The former chief of staff in the office of the Tswane mayor has admitted that she does not hold any tertiary qualifications. 7.04, four minutes after 7, fresh breakfast on Metro FM. It is famous Fresh Fridays. We're hanging out with Minister Gigaba. Today is Friday the 18th of May 2018. On this day in 1899, a statue of the first European to settle at the Cape, Jan van Riebeek, was unveiled. The statue st- stands on Herrenkracht Street in Cape Town. It was sculpted in bronze by John Tweed and donated to the city by Cecil John Rhodes, a politician and financier of the late 19th century. That statue went up on this day in 1899. Very, very nice. 17, the remix, Zagwe. Featuring Casper Nuves, Cuesta, Black Les, Double HP, Museoholic, and Pro. Very, very nice. We're hanging out with Minister Gigaba. This is Famous Fresh Fridays. Question being, is he smarter than a primary school kid? Mm, mm, mm. Tell us about fatherhood uh, quickly, Minister. I'll consider myself a winner if I get at least one question right. We expect three out of three, sir. No, no, no. <laughs> Let's 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 lower the standards. <laughs> fatherhood. How has fatherhood changed your perspective, the way you view the world, the way you view yourself even? It's the best thing I think. Yes. It's the best thing. I I think I, I take ple- pleasure in the fact that I had the best father there ever could be. Mm. My my father was the best. To me, to my siblings, um as I say, you would ensure that on the pe- at the beginning of every school day mm. of every school year he ensures all of us are at school he mm. knows our our principal he knows our class teacher mm. and he did that with us even when i was at varsity i mean my first four years of junior degree mm. on the first day of uh, varsity he would ensure that it drops me off yes mm. and and that inculcated in all of us a love for education, mm. a love for hard work. He, he made me work hard. I mm. mean, I, I realized I was, um, I mean, I was the first born at home I mean, mm. among the sons. I mean, I'm mm. the first son. I'm the second born, but in Kosana. Mm. And he taught me that that, that is not a, a title. It comes with enormous responsibility. Mm. You need to step up to the plate 
uh, at the right time and take over the responsibility. Yeah, don't just donate. Don't just donate. Don't just donate. It's a responsibility. So this this has informed my outlook Mm. on on fatherhood, Mm. taking Mm. responsibility for my children, being there, making sure that no matter how busy I am, they always know they remain my priority. Mm. As a result, uh, you know, for example, I I would take my daughter to school every morning Mm. when when in Cape Town uh, because she went to school in Cape Town. And I do the same in Pretoria with my boys. Mm. Whenever I'm here, Abo Maishome know that it must only be on extremely exceptional circumstances that you take me away from dropping my boys off at school. And mm. I drop them off. How do you pro- pro- Yes. How do you protect the kids from the debt that politics is? You know what? You, you, you can try. Mm. Um, you, you, I try at, at home by not bringing the, my, my, my political... Um, moods mm. in, into the house. When mm. I'm home, I'm a father, mm. I'm a husband, mm. I play, I, I focus on them mm. um, and, and switch them, up, divert them from the news. They will pick them up at school, mm. uh, but I try, Mina, when I'm with them at home, which I, I make them focus on me and them and, mm. and, and, and what a, a great space. father that, that I am mm. uh, to them. My daughter is is um, is now eighteen, and mm. um, she's more exposed to mm. it. Mm. But she's got a an an, an amazing temperament. Mm. I I asked her on 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 Wednesday after my budget vote, Uguti Mtanami, didn't that uh, shake you up a mm. bit? She said, "Not that." Mm. Um, Does she ever say, "Papa, you are wrong"? Yes. Oh no. Especially on on on. Um, you know, a part of me mm. is traditional Zulu mm. like that. Don't tell mm. me. Yeah. So we we sit with her and talk, Uguti. And and she would say to me, Uguti, note that this is different times. Mm. Mm. Things are not like that. And I would be like, No Mdana, La Kwakikab. Sure. You know, I, I don't make these rules. Yes. I got these rules from my father who got them from his father. I transfer them to the next generation. Sure. These rules apply like this. You take them. There is no living. Mm. But yeah, we, we do sit down and debate and mm. uh, agree to disagree on occasion. I, I hold my line very tight. Yes. And uh, yeah, she, she can. But she's a very respectful child. Let's see if Lesedi agrees. Good morning, Lisedi. Thank you for holding. How old are you, Lisedi? I'm 12 years old and go fresh. My man, your voice is broken already. <laughs> <laughs> when did your voice break, my guy? The mom. It started this year. It started this year. Shame, man. My, my guy, my voice broke when I was 12 and when I was 17. So good luck. <laughs> Shame. We have Minister Kigaba in the building. What's your first question? My first question is, how many cars are manufactured in Germany each year? Wow. Mm. That was mm. a number mm. smart mm. question, mm. Yellow. Um, I'll tell you. How many mm. cars are manufactured in Germany every year, sir? I think it's... Nearly six million. No, we were waiting. We're waiting the for minister the minister answer. to give us. <laughs> I doubt the minister knew. <laughs> I was still counting. <laughs> I was still on my first head. 
on some uh, listen very carefully. <laughs> In the pinicking. Listen, what's your second question? Which team has won the World Cup the most times? Yeah, which team has won the World Cup the most times? Brazil. And how many times have they won it? Uh, uh, is it not four times? No. Is uh, is Brazil correct, Lesedi? It is. Yes, it's correct. But how many times did they win? The minister says four. So, Mpo says no. <laughs> <laughs> what does Lesedi say? Lesedi, what's the answer? It's five. Five, five times. times. Okay, yeah, so half man. a point. Close. Difference, difference, go on now. It's a huge oh. difference. I tried. <laughs> I mean... Round it up to That's the nearest to the nearest five. No, you know, no, if no. we add a one to the end of your salary, it changes. Exactly. <laughs> Different tax brackets. <laughs> Let's say the, what's your final question? How many hat tricks has Ronaldo scored? Mm. How many hat tricks mm. has Ronaldo scored? Yeah. Is this this uh, season or career as a whole? It's career as a whole. Listen, they go to school, chief. <laughs> <laughs> Leave just, soccer just, alone. Just, just go to school. <laughs> Listen, what's the answer? 47 hat-tricks. 47? Yo, yo, yo. He's a beast. It's, I'm not even 47. <laughs> Listen, two and a half yeah. points. Minister Gigaba, half a point. <laughs> Who do you want to say hi to? I want to say hi to my mom, my Aww. little brothers, and my friends at school. My man, with that voice, are you sure you don't have a son, my man? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Listen, thanks for playing, man. We love you, my dog. The remix. This is Sasha, Dream Team, MT, and Reason. 27 minutes after 7, Metro FM is where you're at. Famous Fresh Fridays with Minister Gigaba. Mudiehi, we will get to all of your questions. Don't worry. DJ Kent up next. Seven thirty. In the headlines at seven thirty, DAMP James Self says there are large papers in the Pretoria High Court today to have the appointment of Correctional Services Commissioner Arthur Fraser declared irrational, and the former Chief of Staff in the office of the Swane Mayor has admitted that she does not hold any tertiary qualifications. Details at eight. So James said what? He is going. Self. To <laughs> James Self. Wow. Huh? Let me just leave you. <laughs> if I was James, I'd be that guy. I oh, know. Don't worry. I'll do this self. <laughs> anyway, here's Mpoma. Handbrake. Here's Mpolitsolonyani with your sports update. It's going to be a quick one with just fixtures. Uh, so, well, football fixtures mainly. The Nedbank Cup final takes place on Saturday at 7 p.m. between Marisburg United and Free State Stars. Of course, you can catch it live on SABC One. The FA Cup takes place uh, at 6:15 p.m. That's between Chelsea and Manchester United. Also on Saturday, and then on Sunday, of course, uh, in the promotion relegation playoffs, you can catch Jomo Cosmos as they take on Leopards in the second of the playoffs at 3 p.m. live on SABC One. 
one. Of course, in La Liga, Barcelona, they play their final match of the season against Real Sociedad at 20.45 on Sunday, while Real Madrid take on Villarreal at 20.45. That match is going to be on Saturday. That's all the sport. I'll be back with the final update at 8.30. 7.32, DJ Kent is up next. 7.35, DJ Kent is in the building. Some say that in 24 years of democracy and cabinet reshuffles, he has consistently delivered as Minister of Housing. Others say, Vele, he's been the gig-biter, and no reshuffle formed against him shall prosper. Ladies and gentlemen, DJ Kent. Hashtag Fresh Breakfast. Hashtag the weekend. Yeah, do it. Why must he always end the mixes so emotionally? All these strings in the background, you just want to break down and cry. DJ Kent in the mix. This is Metro FM. Hashtag the weekend. Hashtag fresh breakfast. Famous Fresh Fridays. We're hanging out with Minister Gigaba. So, um, generally, Famous Fresh Fridays is about the personality, but mm. um, there's a lot of shop questions, sir. Um, so, if uh, so, you, long as they're not from kids. No, no, they're not from kids. <laughs> uh, kids are too smart. You are done with children for the day. Yeah. Uh, we have an email from Abigail. Abigail says, we're qualified and eligible for citizenship. However, can the good minister explain why no office from Jersey to Pretoria and head office are accepting applications? Nobody seems to know how to verify, which is the snag stopping hundreds from naturalizing. I don't seem to get the question. Uh, She she says she's getting no joy in terms of uh, applying for naturalization. What is the process? it, it, It would be better. See, the process is that you've been in South Africa for five years on a particular visa Mm. and then you apply for permanent residency after five years and then after another five years holding a permanent residence permit you can then apply for naturalization. Mm. Now we've um, now uh, established um, um, visa facilitation centers Mm. where people can submit their applications and all the documentation required so that we can adjudicate the process in Pretoria. So I should go to the center? Go to the center because we we, we took that process away from the front offices. It was being abused terribly Mm. in the past and so we decided to centralize the process so that we can uh, oversee it properly. Okay. We are going through as many of your questions as we can for the good minister so uh, please bear with us because we're literally getting um, hundreds of questions uh, unabridged uh, birth certificates a lot of people are saying i've applied for an unabridged certificate um, the father's name was omitted but now i'm getting no joy having one reissued what do i do the the Difficulty again yeah. um, with some of the questions. That's why it would be much better if they send the questions. Uh, uh, if you if you spoke directly to the client, because you, I don't know whether she says 
she omit they omitted the father's details by mistake mm. or they deliberately omitted the father's details because the father is not an active parent they are mm. not playing their role mm. because in the unabridged birth certificate though there is a functionality to include the father there is no condition mm. that you must include the father okay so you you you, you can include them you 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 may not include them if 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 you decide the most important person obviously is the mother and in the in the case that the mother is late and the child lives with the father obviously it's going to be the father who gets in, included in the in the child's unabridged birth certificate you know what i would want to suggest although this is going to create um a difficulty is is to suggest that um, they they send the the emails to uh, to the home affairs contact center the app of which is available on our website or to an email address which i will uh, leave you okay um if if they can write it down it would be better yes. do, you, do you have the email I, i'll, address I'll write it down for you okay. i'll write it down for you I do have a pen. It's 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 not a Parker, but it works. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the minister saying that because he just saw my Parker pen. So um, yeah, um, Arnold says um, Africa has the youngest population in the world. Why don't we see other young leaders like himself and Zizi raising their hands to say, "I will be president. I will be deputy president." Why aren't you going for the presidency, sir? It's it's largely because of the the ANC culture, yeah. which um, which is a which goes in a particular way. But mm. I think it's about time that we reviewed that culture. I was about to say, surely that culture should be fluid. Yes, mm. because it won't be the first time actually that we do it. When um, when O R Tambo was elected ANC deputy president, mm. he was forty one years old mm. in 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 nineteen nineteen fifty eight. Mm. He was forty one years old, and so. It, it is possible that we should break the... It's necessary that we should break the culture. We need to make the ANC more relevant to young people um, and, and more appealing. Do you want to be president? Me? No, the thing that I would love to do is to lecture. I would love to be a lecturer. As in an academic? Academic, yeah. So is this no, I don't want to be president? This is no, I'm not. This, this, this is no, I'm not gonna answer you. This is no, I'm trying to run away from your question. If it happens, if it happens, it will happen. I won't run away from it if, um, if, if, if ANC members um, uh, uh, raised it. But look, it's right now we have a leadership that was elected in December last year. They are mm. hardly six months in office. Mm. Um, my duty as well as that of other members of the ANC is to focus on supporting them to perform as well as they should mm. to assist them in uniting the country the ANC and um, and 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 when the time comes for these questions to be uh, reviewed then mm. um, depending on whether you 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 are being asked to raise your hand yes. we will take it from there we'll take that as a yes it's a political <laughs> yes <laughs> 7.59, Minister Gigaba is in the building. We'll check out more of your questions after this. Fresh breakfast on Metro FM. 8 a.m., here's Metro FM News with Angie Kumalo.
The DA to file papers against Fraser's appointment and final preparations for UK royal wedding. In your sports, the wounded Lions will have a chance to regroup this weekend while the Stormers and Bulls do duty against the Chiefs and Jaguares and the countdown to the Netbank Cup continues. Details at 8.30. DAMP James Self says they'll lodge papers in the Pretoria High Court today to have the appointment of Correctional Services Commissioner Arthur Fraser declared irrational. The DA lodged a complaint with the Inspector General of Intelligence, Sitlo Mamaru Dintwe, at that Fraser allegedly ran a parallel intelligence network. Self spoke during the debate of Correctional Services budget vote in Parliament. If this was the case in Advocate Similani, how much more so must Mr. Fraser's appointment be irrational? National Police Commissioner Kesha Sitole says those who attack police officers are undermining the sovereignty of the state. Sitole, Police Minister Begitele and Hawks boss Yolisa Matagata visited the family of murdered Midlands Police Station Commander Malefatane Mofukeng in Soweto yesterday. The police's Vishnaidu. The Minister of Police as well as the National Commissioner have called upon the community to assist us in the investigation to come forward with any information they possibly have. The former Chief of Staff in the office of the Tswane Mayor has admitted that she does not hold any tertiary qualifications. Speaking after she resigned yesterday, Marietta Ocamp also denied that she lied about her lack of tertiary qualifications during her appointment process. Ocamp has been embroiled in a scandal after it emerged that she allegedly lied about having a BTEC degree to get the top job in Mayor Solim Simanga's office. President Cyril Ramaphosa's family delegation will head to Uganda this weekend to negotiate Lobola and on behalf of his eldest son. The president's son, Andile Ramaphosa, will marry fiancée Bridget Birungi later this year. The upcoming ceremony will be conducted in accordance with Western Uganda traditions. And last-minute preparations are underway for the wedding of Britain's Prince Harry to U.S. actress Meghan Markle, which takes place in Windsor tomorrow. Markle has confirmed that her father will not be present to walk her down the aisle as he is recovering from heart surgery. Meanwhile, it's been reported that Lesotho's Prince Bereng Seiso will be attending the royal wedding. Catherine Drew reports. Some royal fans have been camped out at the gates of Windsor Castle for almost a week to ensure a prime viewing spot. The town centre was brought to a standstill for a dress rehearsal of the royal procession. Souvenir hunters won't be disappointed with local shops awash with royal memorabilia such as tea towels, key rings, mugs and even a replica of the royal engagement ring. 100,000 people are expected in Windsor to watch the royal wedding procession. The US dollar is trading at 12 rand 55 this hour. The pound sterling is worth 16 rand 96. The euro costs 14 rand 83. Platinum is trading at $888 and gold is at $1,289 per ounce. The price of Brent crude oil is at $79.55 a barrel. A recap of the top story at 8 o'clock. DAMP James Self says the larger papers in the Pretoria High Court today to have the appointment of Correctional Services Commissioner Arthur Fraser declared irrational. Five minutes after eight, eight oh five. This is Fresh Breakfast on Metro FM. It is Friday the eighteenth of May twenty eighteen. On this day in nineteen twelve, 
It was a Saturday. Political leader Walter Sisulu is born Engobo in the Transkei. Uh, he worked as a miner, banker's assist, baker's assistant, domestic helper, and factory hand, and was an active trade unionist before joining the ANC in 1940. He co-founded the ANC Youth League and the MK. Born on this day in 1912. Famous Fresh Fridays. Minister Gigaba is in the building. Casper, your vest on Metro FM. Sazoba lit. Nine minutes after eight, we're hanging out with Minister Gigaba. Famous Fresh Fridays. We're going to go through as many of your questions as we possibly can. Sheriff says, what is the plan following the Lesotho special permit expiry date. Why is there a special permit for Basotho? Because someone in Swaziland, for instance, mm-hmm. says, uh, could the minister please look into the poor service we get during applications at the SA High Commission in Swaziland? It's becoming clear that we are not wanted. And why do uh, Basotho have a special permit? But Tina uh, Eswatini, we don't. That is from Shorms. Okay, these are three questions. Let yes. me start with why is the uh, and wh- what's the plan after the expiry date? After the expiry date, we then review yes. whether we want to extend the permit or we want to um, end it all together. Mm. Every country has its own immigration laws, mm. and you you apply them to suit your country to uh, advance economic development to. Uh, minimize security risks and and to achieve other objectives. So, in, in the case of uh, the Basutu um, and the Zimbabwe special dispensations, we we, we we were trying to deal with particular cases as uh, decided by cabinet. Now, th- th- there is a move in Africa towards free movement. Mm. We've um, uh, we've started with that, as I indicated on Wednesday in the budget vote, 14 out of 15 countries in SADC already have uh, visa, uh, visa exemptions to South Africa. You can be in South Africa for 30 uh, without applying for a visa for 30 calendar days mm. in a year. Mm. So w- what is likely to happen is that eventually in future we may extend that and extend it. And if we follow the, the African Union's um, agenda for free movement, we, we will eventually have um, free movement all to just completely mm. um, in, in, in Africa. Now, I don't understand when, when, when the other uh, person says that when they go to the South African High Commission in Swaziland, they... They, they face problems. It's clear they are not wanted in South Africa. It's not true. Mm. Um, we want Im- visitors to South Africa, tourists, uh, 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 students from, from the rest of the continent. We, we want uh, people to come to South Africa and, and we try our very best to ensure that they can get their documents on time. Now, I don't know what documents he would be applying for. Mm. because there is a visa exemption for, for Swazi nationals coming to South Africa. So I don't know what they would be, he would be applying for. Maybe it's, maybe it's a work permit. If it's a work permit, mm. the work permit would take between five and eight weeks mm. to be obtained. And, and that's why you must apply on time. Uh, if you apply now and want your permit now, in future when we've upgraded our systems, you will be able to get it w- within seven days. But for now, and because of the many checks we have to do, which include your police, uh, your criminal record, uh, 
mm. uh, your financial status and so on. We, we also need to check your qualifications, whether they are um, um, they whether they are SACWA compliant, compliant, the South African Qualifications Authority in South Africa. So we check all of those documents. It does take a bit of time between seven to, to eight weeks, as I say, for us to verify those documents and then you can come. Um, and, and, and so I think I've, I've, I've dealt with the, those three questions. Would we have a special dispensation for Swazi nationals in future? I, I don't know. It, it, it could be possible or they, they would now fall under what we call the long-term visa. Mm. Um, what we have done in terms of the new international migration uh, uh, white paper, we've introduced two elements. One is a special work visa. It's, it's a special work quota for SADC nationals, mm. which, which goes with a long-term visa, um, which could be f- longer than four years. So once we have amended the act, then it will begin to be implemented. And I hope that uh, by, the, by next year, we would have Im- effected the amendments in the immigration legislation that make it to, that align it with the International Migration White Paper. 14 minutes after 8, we're hanging out with Minister Gigaba. This is Famous Fresh Fridays. Scouts on deck says, please ask Minister Gigaba, uh, before the reshuffle, why the VAT increase when they know it will affect everyone and majority of the country is unemployed and can't feed themselves? Those who work also suffer because of other taxes included. Uh, Minister, I'll give you a minute to think about that question. We need to take an ad break to pay our bills. But Scouts on decks, your question will be answered next. AB Crazy on Metro FM. This is Omika. 21 minutes after 8. We are hanging out with Minister Kigaba. Famous Fresh Fridays. Metro FM is where you're at. Uh, you've since uh, switched uh, portfolios, uh, but the question uh, obviously is going to follow you even into your presidency. Mm-hmm. Why the VAT increase? First and foremost, uh, budget is a cabinet statement. Mm. So it, it wasn't my particular decision, but obviously as the finance minister, you make the recommendation mm. to cabinet. Because remember that last year we had a difficult year. And, and one of the issues that we, we were grappling with was that, um, oh God, now I must try and use these terms in a way that um, uh, is, is, is understandable. You know, looking at the medium term, the next three years, mm. our debt was growing. Um, the, the economy w- had slowed down and was not growing. Unemployment was high. Government was cutting employment as well. And so um, household consumption was low. Um, and um, a, a number of other factors came into the effect which to affect the slow um, growth in the economy, the slowing down of the economy. The, the debt was growing and it was not stabilizing. Ideally, our debt had grown from 2009 to now from below 50%. At, at, at some point, it was um, around about 28% and, and, and it had shot up to 60% going, uh, I mean, to above 50% and we expected it to reach 60% in the next two years. Um, the the ratings agencies had raised concerns. Investors were worried about this. They didn't know how we were going to manage our finances. Once the debt grows and you don't stabilize it, 
it impacts on the 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 wealth and of future generations because mm. somebody has got to pay this debt that's once it increases above your your rate of growth and above and and it becomes the biggest portion of your of your budget it means that your debt service costs and your interest on it also increase you will be spending more money servicing the debt than providing social grants paying for education paying for health and and all of those things so we, we had to take tough decisions and 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 during the course of that you you also had um, a, a problem um not a problem you had a campaign a very brave courageous campaign by students for free higher education and and we took the decision that um we are going to provide free higher education starting with the first le- with the first years um and 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 gradually phasing it in o- over over the years so that we eventually address all those who qualify from household incomes that are 350,000 rand and below mm. so we we needed money now that was going to add 57 billion rand on 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 the medium term budget now you do not want in the budget to exceed the 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 expenditure framework you we, we, you put a ceiling on the on the on the expenditure and say we we are setting aside 1.5 trillion rand this year for for our expenditure um, and the 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 yet the revenue is at um, 1.2 trillion so you have to raise money and this money was also growing the the, the revenue shortfall was growing over the medium term um to about uh, 50.2 billion rand mm. and and we said that if we must stabilize the debt below 60% we need to take drastic measures that are going to increase revenues and yet give us some space to deal with uh, additional pressures such as the fee free higher education so the the 1% vet we took it after careful deliberations thorough discussions the impact of it immediately mm. was to stabilize our 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 credit ratings you you had after the budget the the the, the foreign exchange the rent strengthened um, of course it was also because the, the the dollar was weakening but the rent strengthening strengthened um because of the positive uh, reviews from the markets of the decision we took the ratings agencies stabilized our debt uh, mood i mean our our credit rate review if with moody's even changing uh, both maintaining our investment grade and changing our outlook from negative to mm. stable so it has had a positive impact and it assisted us to have revenues to pay for free free higher education and and uh, we, we knew that um the the majority of the people who would be affected mainly by the vet increase mm. would have been those who who earn um from middle income earners uh, going up but we also took certain decisions to cushion the poor from the worst effects of the vet increase such as um uh, increasing this the social grants payments the pensions the the child support grants and and others we we also had the 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 the, the positive effect uh, factors Mm. of the 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 drop in the inflation the prices of food and 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 other goods and um, subsequently the drop in the inflation by the reserve bank so in, in a way much 
even as we increased the the, the vet mm. but um, interest rates dropped the the repo rates dropped the inflation was low uh, and we cushioned the poor from the worst effects of this decision it's going to stabilize over time because south africa's vet rate is lower than even other emerging market peers of of south africa what role does fil- fiscal um, ill-discipline play, though? We we're told about underspending. We're told about um, tender fraud, uh, for, for instance. It, it, it plays a, a, a critical role because it affects... It, it not only affects the, the revenues, mm. it also affects the decision by the taxpayers to decide not to pay tax mm. if they know that there is rampant corruption and, and, and there is no a concerted effort to fight corruption. Once they have that perception, they will try to avoid paying taxes. But what it also does is that it, 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 it impacts the, the outlook of the credit ratings agencies and the investors. Mm. Um, the, 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 the views about corruption right across the state have had um, a very negative impact on South Africa. And I think it's, it's necessary that we should fight corruption with, with all our might. Um, but yes, indeed, um, all of those facts have had a, a very negative impact on, um, on, on, on the outlook in South Africa. And the investors decide to stay back a little bit. Um, the, the ratings agencies, once they, they, you, you are downgraded by two, uh, credit ratings agencies mm. it, it puts you in a difficult position because the the the, the cost of, of of capital to build infrastructure increases it becomes difficult for government to borrow money from the international uh, bond markets and the people who usually buy our bonds uh, wouldn't you say one of the reasons there's rampant corruption whether it's a perception or not is the fact that people are nobody's going to jail you know what the, People the, are getting away with it. The commission is going to assist us, but the commission is going to deal with uh, probably mm. one one aspect of 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 the corruption mm. that is much talked about. And I think many people have genuinely been saying we, we should stop saying there is a perception of corruption and and rather admit that there mm. is corruption and we need to deal with it. The co- the, the the commission of inquiry. Uh, led by Deputy uh, Chief Justice is going to assist us a great deal in dealing with um, um, uh, uh, this uh, cancer in, in our society. The, the Competition Commission has also been doing well in, in dealing with uh, corporate corruption um, where uh, companies collude, construction companies, f- uh, uh, food companies and, and others collude to increase uh, the, the prices uh, in order to 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 rake in more more profits for themselves, but we need to do more uh, in in combating uh, corruption at all levels, including that as those aspects of corruption which don't fall mm. and into the ambit of the commission of inquiry and the 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 corporate corruption in 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 particular. We need to do more as a country to combat all of it, and I think. Um, various agencies in the country have been taking a hard line. Um, the, 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 the PLSA um, and, and other business organizations have also been taking a hard line with regard to uh, corporate corruption, such as the Steinhoff cases, where we really need to send a very strong message uh, to uh, uh, politicians and business that corruption is a cancer that we need to combat. 
We have a tweet from Nomsa. Nomsa says, the response to the VAT increase question shows that our government doesn't care about the poor. The reasons are flawed. What are your views on that, sir? I think it would be nice if Nomsa explained um, what she means when she says government doesn't care about the poor and the the, the reasons are flawed. I don't think that any poor person Mm. whose child would not have had access to university education is going to say government doesn't care when their child's education, the tuition, the school, the the stationery, the the accommodation is, is, is fully paid out by government. I don't think that poor person who is a beneficiary of that decision is going to say government doesn't care because ordinarily this child with with distinctions or with a university entrance pass would have struggled to obtain university uh, uh, university fees but now they can because of the decisions that we have taken. I don't think that a poor person would say government doesn't care because the social income grant has increased. We increased it in April this year, and, I, and we indicated it would increase again, uh, especially the pension in, in September, mm. in, in October this year. I don't think a poor person would say government doesn't care when you stabilize the debt and don't transfer. The debt becomes a burden on all of us. Mm. If you don't stabilize it, and if South Africa had been downgraded by Moody's to, to, to junk status, it would have meant that gov- government would have found it that much more difficult. One would have been chased out of the World Government Bond Index, mm. which would have really been severe for the South African economy. Unemployment would have become worse. We would have had to go to, to the IMF. I did warn about this last year and early this year. That, I mean, and, 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 and in July... Um, I mean, in July last year and early this year, that if we don't stabilize the debt Mm. and we are excluded from the World Government Bond Index, we will find ourselves being forced to go to the international multilateral agencies to borrow money. That would have had a severe impact on the South African economy. We would have had to retrench. We would have had to cut down government. We would have had to cut down infrastructure. We would have had to privatize our state-owned companies. All of that would have mm. impacted on the workers and the poor. And so when you say by stabilizing the debt, you are showing that you don't care about the poor. Mm. I think I think Nomsa is, 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 is completely mistaken and, um, and, and perhaps should um, um, uh, uh, apply herself a little bit more on, on, on the reasons that we are providing and, and, and the impact that that decision has had already. Mm. It wasn't ever going to be an easy decision. But ultimately, South Africans must also shoulder responsibility for, for building our country, growing our economy, for stabilizing it. And, and, and we, must, we must all play our part. Um, the decision is drastic for now, but over time it stabilizes and it allows us to move on once we have factored it in mm. in all our livelihoods. Famous Fresh Fridays on Metro FM. We're hanging out with Minister Kikaba. More of your questions after this. The headlines this hour, the Hawks are in search of a man who was arrested for fraudulent tax returns to the value of 1.7 million rand. And DAMP James Self says the large papers in the Pretoria High Court today to have the appointment of Correctional Services Commissioner Arthur Fraser declared irrational details at nine. <coughs> 
Starting off with Super Rugby today, the Hurricanes face the Reds, while tomorrow the Sunwolves take on the Stormers, while the Blues take on the Mighty Crusaders and the Waratahs face the Highlanders, with, uh, well, with more than 20 first-choice squad members missing through either injury or All Blacks training camp duty. The men from the Chiefs will be stretched to the max in Durban as they go up against the Sharks. The Lions will be happy to be home after a rather dismal Australasian tour. They take on the Brumbies and the weekend concludes with the Jaguars taking on the Bulls. In tennis news, Simona Halep boosted her bid to retain the world number one ranking as the top seed advanced to the quarterfinals of the Italian Open. She next plays uh, France's Caroline Garcia, who dumped out US Open champion Sloane Stevens 6 1 7 6. Three time winner Maria Sharapova ousted uh, Daria Gavla, uh, Gavrilova. 6364 and will play fifth seed and French Open champion Jelena Ostapenko, who saw off Britain's Johanna Conta 266364. Venus Williams fell to her second defeat in a week, losing in the third round match in straight sets. In football news, at 7 p.m. tomorrow, the Cape Town Stadium will host the city's first major final in 15 years. That'll be between Maritzburg United and Free State Stars, who have surprised many this season, hoping that they will be the first non Gauteng winners since the Nedbank took over uh, the sponsorship of South Africa's FA Cup. Speaking of which, the Nedbank Cup is facing stiff competition from the English FA Cup final. That's between uh, Manchester United and Chelsea, and that kicks off at 6.15pm. In the World Cup, forwards Edda and Nani were surprise absentees from Portugal's World Cup squad, with national team coach Fernando Santos opting instead of the youth of Andre Silva and Gonzalo Guedes, uh, who play alongside superstar Cristiano Ronaldo. Portugal Portugal are in Group B at the World Cup along with former champions Spain, Morocco and Iran. Before the finals, they will play friendlies against Tunisia, Belgium and Algeria. In Paris, Marseille's star Dimitri Payet was left out of France's World Cup squad announcement by coach Didier Deschamps yesterday. Antoine Griezmann will lead the attack fresh from scoring twice for Atletico in the Europa League final. Now, with just 27 days to go to the 2018 FIFA World Cup in Russia, did you know that the highest attendance at the World Cup match was 199,854? That was at the Maracanã Stadium in Rio de Janeiro for the 19th. 1950 decider where Uruguay beat Brazil by a score of 2-1. But since the Maracanã's standing sections have been replaced with seats over time and after the total renovation for the FIFA World Cup in 2014, the stadium's original capacity has been reduced down to a meager 78,000 seats. That's all the sport from me and Paulette Sulunyani. The next update is between 12 and 3 on lunch with Thomas and Pearl. 8.37 Metro FM is where you're at. This is Famous Fresh Fridays with your Metro FM Fresh Classic. House Music Fridays. This is DJ Linus. Summer in the City. The Metro FM Fresh Classic, this is DJ Linus with Summer in the City. 8.43, famous Fresh Fridays. We're hanging out with Minister of Home Affairs, Malusi Kigaba. Minister, your relationship with the Gufta family has been under the spotlight for the longest time. Is there a relationship? What is the nature of the relationship? There is no relationship now. Um, I knew them, as I've always said, I've uh, attended uh, several uh, cultural and religious um, activities that they've hosted. I've known them. I've um, uh, also met them when I attended the SAPC TNA breakfast programs. Uh, but that ended um, long ago, so mm. I, I don't have a relationship with them. 
And then attending personal events, it doesn't blur lines in any way? You actually attend a lot. Mm. Uh, you attend a lot. Uh, I'm, I'm invited. I'm, ha I'm, I'm having a brain next week. Yeah, I get, I get, <laughs> yeah, you get invited to yeah. a, a number of, of things mm. because people invite you. You know, there was a time in the country when there were A-list politicians. Mm. Um, though I was not part of the A-list politicians, but there was a time when there were A-list politicians uh, if you have a function or whatever, you, you th these are the people that you most likely to in, to see attending those events. Y you attend some of those things and some of the people you know, but you don't know that a person in future mm. may, or, or, or whilst you are attending this cultural event, they, they are up to something else. Mm. And when it comes out in future, yes, it makes you to, to, to look back in retrospect and, and evaluate the the relationship you had and and, um, and and question why you would but you didn't know mm. you didn't know what you know now and and and, and that becomes a, a difficult thing the the the, 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 the other side we may, we may end up saying if you're a politician do not attend um, a fresh's birthday party don't attend that thing to, you know but you don't know what Fresh is going to get up to in the future or, or, or what people are up to even at the time as you are attending these things because you, you don't do all of that um, uh, vetting. It, it, it's going to be difficult for you without any personal capacity to be uh, checking out who, who Fresh is meeting up with uh, over the weekends, mm. at night, who are they meeting up with at this particular moment in time. Um, but things when you know uh, i think the question is um what then do you do once the thing has come out into the light and you now know that's when you then make a decision because you are informed by the facts that have been brought to light do we know where the guptas are well as the department we don't know i we i heard on uh, tuesday that um, uh, mr ajay gupta was in in uh, in in india mm. uh, attending i don't know what hearing and 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 my response to, to the question about their whereabouts you know if at the time that they left the country we had been uh, given a request by a, a directive by the court or a request by the um uh, uh, criminal agencies criminal justice agencies that we should prevent their uh, leaving the country we would have done so mm. and 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 we have been discussing with them how do we manage the issue of their documentation because there has been political pressure including a formal request from a political party to the department to revoke their their passports and their citizenship and and the permanent residency of one of their family members and and we have said before we take that decision let's consult with our colleagues mm. in the criminal justice uh, system to see if by taking this decision we won't impact mm. on on that decision you see on the other hand the 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 public enterprises portfolio committee has written to the speaker of the national assembly asking her to summon the, 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 the Gupta brothers to appear before the, the, the committee. You can only summon your own citizen. You can't summon someone who is not your citizen mm. because they'll tell you that I'm not uh, your citizen. I'm not going to come there. Unless there are special 
repatriation, no, no, not repatriation, extradition uh, mm. agreements between the countries on the basis of which you can take that decision. But the, the police, the hawks, the NDPP, the Minister of Justice, the Minister of Police has said very cle- have said very clearly to us that if you take this decision, it's going to impact on the, on the work that we are doing. Mm. Don't take it. Um, we will find a way to ensure that uh, they, are, they are brought back should and once there are charges laid against them and when they are needed, um, there, there will be ways to ensure that they, they come back to, to, to answer for, for the, to, the, to the allegations before them. Before we take a break, and pose a question. What, what's your question? Which one do you want me to ask? The one that I asked off air? Uh, whichever one you want to ask. Okay, because my question... No, I'm not going to ask the one I asked off air. I'm not going to put you on the spot. <laughs> I wanted to know... No, yeah. you've been the Minister of Public Enterprise. You've been the Minister of Finance, Minister of Home Affairs on two separate occasions. Which portfolio do you enjoy the most? Uh, we can uh, hold your answer, sir. We will uh, come back with it straight after this. 8.49, Metro FM is where you're at. Lil Dicky and Chris Brown on Metro FM. This is Freaky Friday. 8.54, we're wrapping up with our famous Fresh Fridays guest. Minister Gigaba is in the building. And post question, uh, you've been, uh, what, um, at the helm of three different portfolios? Yeah. Most memorable and the biggest headache? <laughs> I enjoy each one of them um, individually. I, and I think I would enjoy any other um, uh, post that You're I'm You're such given. a politician. Mm. No, no, no. I'm serious. They are not the same. Okay. They are not the same. Home affairs gives you its own type of headaches. Mm-hmm. You, you've got no rest. You could be sitting on Christmas on a Christmas table and somebody drops you a text saying, Minister, I am traveling with my family. My pas- Our passports are not out or unabridged birth certificate. We need, please, do something we've paid and so on. Mm. And, and you must now jump. And uh, you, they give you different headaches. You have no rest at home affairs. You, on a flight, walking, walking with your kids, you, somebody wants something from yeah. home affairs. National finance. Finance was probably i think i had the most tumultuous tenure of any finance minister since 1994 mm. two downgrades an economy that had slowed down with no growth prospects over the medium term a a, a threat of another downgrade uh, by the end of the term um you have uh, inflation of course was dropping so that that's okay plus the 57 billion rent uh, bill uh, for higher education the 50.1 billion rent uh, shortfall in 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 tax collection Mm. that we experienced in april um it it was the most tumultuous tenure the lowest business confidence since 2009 for us to work in 11 months and turn that around um, to a point where the, the economy grew. Remember that at finance, we revised our growth prospects twice. In, in, in October, during the medium-term budget policy statement and during the budget. But at the end of the year, we achieved the 1.3% growth we had set in February. Yes. So we surprised ourselves. We, we, we managed to, to survive a, a third downgrade. We managed to survive ex, a, 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 a exclusion from the World Government Bond Index. We managed to work so much that 
business confidence started growing, inflation dropped, interest rates were dropped by the Reserve Bank, um, and, uh, and, and the rent strengthened even up to um, 11 rand 50 at some point. So even as we, when we were, as we were presenting the budget, mm. the rent strengthened and, and breached the 12 rand to the dollar mark uh, and, and went up to 11, um, uh, 87 and, and, and something. So it, it, it had a challenge of its own. Enjoyable because I love the challenge. Yeah. I love the challenge. These public enterprises, we, we came in when there were enormous difficulties at Transnet, at ESCOM, uh, in the midst of a build program, a number of state-owned companies, uh, SAA was experiencing um, uh, um, uh, uh, losses that it's, it's experienced for seven years running. So each one of these portfolios has given you a different challenge, um, and, and I've enjoyed it uh, wherever uh, I can be sent. Mm. I'm sure I'll enjoy it. What's your biggest fear, Minister? Generally or, or right now? Generally, since you're a child, right now, you tell us. Oh, it's a snake. <laughs> 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 and you chose to go into politics. Snake. Where snakes thrive. <laughs> They're human. Where snakes are human. <laughs> no, it's a snake. I'm scared of snakes. I'm scared of small spaces. The only reason I'm comfortable here is because there are windows and I can see outside. So, so you're claustrophobic? No, I'm claustrophobic. Okay. I'm terribly claustrophobic. And um, what was the other question? Uh, no, no, the, 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 that was the question. Oh, my biggest mm. fear right now yes. is if somebody were to pass away at the long home affairs queues. Mm. How, how, how are we fixing those? That's why we are working Briefly, around how the are clock. we fixing those? Um, to ask a politician to be brief. <laughs> <laughs> you must, you must first, comrade, give a context. Yes. Um, if you see, if you teach a man to fish. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. But the fish must be willing to comply also. Where do no, people find you online? It. We yes. are fixing it. As, as, as we announced on Wednesday, there are short to medium term interventions we are implementing. It's not going to be a quick fix. Mm. It, it's going to take time. So we ask people to bear with us. Yes. But what we ask them to know is that we are on the ball. We, we are hearing their concerns and complaints. We are, we are fixing uh, the, 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 these and are providing more innovative channels for the, for the future that will solve the problem altogether. We are out of time. Where can people find you on social media, sir? They can find me uh, <laughs> on... Um, okay, I'm not on Facebook. Yes. There's a lot of fake Facebook accounts and that then, claim to be mine. And I'm Twitter? not on Facebook at all. Yes. On Twitter, um, there is an account. We use it mainly for home affairs mm. um, events. What's that account? Uh, it's at MKGaba. MKGaba. Yeah. Uh, we are out of time, sir, so uh, we are going to leave it at that. We will need you back uh, soon. Uh, to answer even more questions. But thank you for your time. My pleasure. Thank, thank you, you very much. Leaving it. you with a thought for today. Uh, you can teach a man how to fish, but... Uh, the fish it, must be willing to be caught. Yes. <laughs>